Now let's take a look at one of the biggest movers this week, and it's to the downside. That's Bed Bath & Beyond, and it really weighed on the retail sector overall. Jamie Katz is with us, Senior Equity Analyst at Morningstar. So the story from Bed Bath & Beyond, I'm not sure that that's a Bed Bath & Beyond story. When the CEO comes out and talks about the supply chain challenges like never before, um, I think it spooked the entire retail market, right? Target, Foot Locker, Macy's, Nordstrom, Dillard's, everything went to the downside. Is this a big picture problem or is there also something that's Bed Bath & Beyond specific? Yeah, so I think there's uh, a few different things. I think the supply chain woes that we're hearing about are going to be something that is pretty pervasive over the next few quarters um, as some of this congestion unwinds uh, or when it unwinds. We still don't really know when that's going to be. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond did mention that there were some marketing missteps that they took in the quarter that I think were idiosyncratic to um, themselves. But what was really interesting to hear and unique and, and really something that um, we haven't heard in the past was that demand for some of the products um, was slowing. And so when you looked at categories like bath or kitchen or bed, uh, that the cadence of demand as people were returning to their normal lives wasn't necessarily as robust as it had been at the beginning of the pandemic. And I think that there is some read through um, for maybe some of the other home furnishing retailers that they may see some of those trends um, popping up as they start to report later into the quarter. That's exactly what I've been hearing, that some of the comps may be tougher than we think, because as you just said, where people are trying to get stuff for their home or their bathroom, um, they're not focused on that now. And so some of the comps may be tough, particularly like home furnishings or home goods or stores in that category. Um, is there anything more that you could think about? Is it a Target? Is it a TJ Maxx? Is it a Home Depot that could be um, having some tough comps? Well, I think I think when you look at the housing related names, there was obviously a pretty significant pull forward in uh, redecorating and refurnishing homes as people were spending more time there. So I do think that's where the hardest comps will be um, as things normalize. And, and I think in today's news, you can see uh, the shares that are running up on the discretionary sector are, are travel names, right? There's this uh, therapeutic drug that is potentially coming out. And so um, the, the part of the discretionary wallet is likely going to be reallocated from housing related goods two things like restaurants uh, and travel because people will be able to do those things in a more normal fashion going forward. Um, so I do think that, that this space is gonna have probably the highest um, hurdle to pass. And at the same time, you know, thinking about this from a supply chain perspective, um, you know, I think when you look at the Walmarts and Targets and the bigger retailers, uh, it's probably going to be a little easier for uh, those companies to nimbly um, access uh, extra capacity in different and innovative ways to get the goods moving over, um, where some of the smaller players uh, in the space, smaller retailers or, or consumer names, you know, might be a little bit harder to uh, manipulate capacity um, for in the supply chain the way that they want to as easily as maybe they have in the past. Yeah. You know, the, the same store sales down 1%. That seems like nothing, right? It seems like absolutely nothing. And yet the stock was down over 20%, close to 30% at one point 
in trading. Um, you know, the, the stock has been telling a completely different story. It doesn't say, oh, we dropped a little bit in sales. I think it's more about the worrisome future. Are you worried about the year ahead, two years ahead, or not necessarily? Is this a short-term sort of problem? Yeah, so I think the um, real uh, precipita precipitator of the drop was first what happened in August, which was that same store sales were, were obviously uh, materially negative relative to uh, the earlier months in the quarter. And then when you looked at the uh, forward guidance that the company gave, uh, it sliced pretty significantly. So, you know, the company's now looking at 70 uh, cents to a dollar ten for the full year, and it was roughly around a dollar fifty um, prior to this, and so that is a big chunk of earnings power that has been pruned back from expectations um, and from right. the morning morning star perspective. You know the supply chain. Um, headwinds are going to alleviate, but really not in until maybe mid-2022. And so those cost pressures can really compress the earnings power um, of some of these businesses going forward. Now, I think Bed Bath tried to convey that they were um, trying to mitigate some of those expense expenses by using more dynamic pricing, but um, it's really up to what that freight cost is and the ability of, of um, the distribution channel and the supply chain to get right. the product supposed to be for that to shake out properly. Yeah. And I guess we'll save the, you know, the e-commerce side of things for another conversation, another day, you know, will people go still go to Amazon? Um, you know, there's just so much to discuss when it comes to consumer behavior and retail. Jamie Katz, thank you very much. Nice to see you. Thank you. Great breakdown thank there. You. Bed Bath and Beyond. Jamie Katz, Senior Equity Analyst at Morningstar.